Welcome to the Cyber Nation Uncensored Podcast. We welcome all Chumbas, Edge Runners, Vault Dwellers, Wastelanders, Spice Traders, and Space Folders. Thanks for joining us. Please give us a great review and also be sure to join us on both YouTube and Twitch. We'd love to see you on a live stream. Thanks again. See you soon. On June 14th, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley! It's anger! Let me at him! Fear! Safety checklist is complete! Disgust! Ew! Ew! Ugh. Sadness is in the house! Oh no! Hello, I'm Anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14th. Get tickets now. We're on. Hi, everybody. Hello. Say hi. hi. Just make sure all the cameras, all the uh, audio's working. Everything's good. I think I'm checking. Everything seems to be going great. Yep. On my end. And chat will let us TV? know. How is it in TV uh, land? Something goes wrong. All right, welcome to Cyber Nation Uncensored. I'm Tracy, aka Stinkpalm007, and this is session three of I Know You're a Twit, But What Am I? Uh, in this campaign, a rich exec's erratic behavior seriously disrupts Night City's primary social media flat platform, The Garden, and the crew's hired to rectify the situation. But before we get into that, um, I want to first thank all of our sponsors. Um, so thank you to um, Lion Banner Games, Studio Agate, Free League Publishing, Sirenscape, Fantasy Grounds, Modifius, and Loki Battlenet. Uh, we wouldn't be able to do this without uh, your support. Also, I want to thank um, Artalsorian for creating Cyberpunk because, well, it's badass and, you know, it's awesome. So, um, with that out of the way, we'll do some introductions. Um, so, as I said, I'm Tracy. My pronouns are he, him. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Discord, sometimes Reddit, as Stingpalm007. Uh, I'm a TTRPG creative and pro GM. Um, I run a, a number of games throughout the week through Start Playing, um, so you can always catch me there. Um, also, I have uh, several supplements out, including Medicine Timer Red, which is free on Cyber Nation's website. Um, and um, I have uh, Island of Misfit Bards, a uh, circus-themed uh, supplement for uh, everybody's favorite dragon game, who's kind of being a jerk right now. But um, And I have um, Drunken Disorderly on drive-thru uh, with special rules for intoxicants and uh, stuff to pull on your players who drink too much. Um, so uh, that's me. We'll pass it over to Kurt to uh, introduce yourself, uh, who you're playing, where can we find you, whatnots. Ah, yes. Uh, hello, everybody. I am Kurt, also known as Covenant the Horrible Alchemist. My pronouns are he, him. Um, and, yeah, I'm Burnout, our disgruntled trauma team guy doing a side job. Um, uh, where can you find me? Let's see. Uh, you can find me on Sundays over on Emporium for the Wayward Gamer. 
where we play Star Wars, the Final Fantasy narrative, or not Final Fantasy, the Fantasy Flight Games narrative dice system, aka Genesis. Um, and uh, I do that on Sundays. Um, we're doing a rerun right now of the first season. So that way everybody can get caught up in preparation for February when we start our second season of Luck of the Draw, where I play a um, scoundrel, wheeling and dealing kind of guy. Um, also coming up here mid-February, we will be launching our Blade Runner campaign. Uh, it is a mini campaign called Dreams of the Future. So pay attention to my socials and you will find out when that happens. Other than that, that's me. And the drunken rules that Tracy wrote were not for me. No, I have different drunken rules in uh, medicine. So, um, yeah. All right, with that, we'll kick it over to Crimson. Hey, y'all, it's Crimson Galaxy. That's K-R-I-M-S-I-N, because I'm not me without a little bit of sin. My pronouns are Zism, she and they. And today, I'm going to be playing your dreamer, the nomad... Uh, car girl for just lack of a better time trying to figure this shit out uh you can find me on twitter at sin underscore gal and um pre-game pre-end of game i'll just say i am going to be joining a power rangers campaign over on the initiative order starting on the 23rd uh, and it should be a somewhat longer running series that I'm super excited for. I'm going to be playing the Yellow Ranger, and y'all should definitely come check that out. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll plug games at the end of this session. Cool. And then uh, finally we have uh, Diamond. Hello everybody, I'm Diamond Dust. I am a uh, VTuber with the uh, Moonlighters Network. And I will be GMing for Cybernation Uncensored soon. Uh, today I play as Frost, a uh, very run-of-the-line uh, e extraction specialist for the Lazarus organization. Also seems to understand the ebb and flow of the corporate life. However, is trying to prepare herself for picking up probably one of the biggest targets she's ever had to. Uh, you can find me uh, here on Twitch primarily at uh, diamond underscore dust underscore 320. I do cyberpunk red content a lot, along with a few other games. I especially enjoy RPGs. And I also uh, do run uh, my own game Wednesday nights over on my channel. I am trying to think. Oh, I'm, I'm also over on the Funny Bird app. It's there still, I guess, but I think that's everything I got for you for now. I do go by she, her, if that's important to you. Thank you. I need to grab a book. Oh, All right. So um, before we get into our recap, um, I just want to stop and throw in my little disclaimer. The story is a work of fiction. Names, characters, businesses, events, incidents are all the co-creations of the table and their imaginations. Any resemblance to actual persons, uh, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental. This is totally not based on some rich guy who screws up social media in real life. It's totally fictional. Just just making sure everybody knows, you know, where we sit, because, you know, we are in the dark future. Um, 
And with that... Um, now we're going to play in the dark future? Yeah, instead of the dark present. Ah, there we go. Sometimes it's, it's a little bit nicer. You know. But, um... Alright. Uh, and I, I mean, go At least good body modifications exist in the dark future. She's got a point. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Cheap contraception that's freely available. Like, there's there's lots of benefits. And I mean, we're, you're, we're already exploited working workers. So, you know. Yeah, true. true. Um, there's no escape. Exactly. So, um, I'm actually going to pass it over to Dreamer for our recap. So, uh, could you, Dreamer, in your own words, could you tell us what happened last time? Yeah, so... First, we got a job. Then we came together, and then we went to talk about it a little bit. And uh, as of last episode, we had been discussing up to that point what we should be doing, and we did pick that back up. We had then ultimately decided on uh, Burnout and um, Frost going to go see UR's doctor, where I went to uh, just hang with Pseudo and make sure that the person that they were meeting up with from the web didn't try to murder them. And um, honestly, that guy was a fucking, oh my God, I don't know where to begin with the person that we met up with. We didn't get much information, but we did get some video footage, which I believe um, Pseudo is going to be breaking apart and analyzing before the next session. Uh, and uh, let's, and when we then, <laughs> oh my God, he tried to offer us to hang out with him and watch videos for the night <laughs> and Thankfully, we got a text from uh, Frost to give us an out to get out of there because that would have been, whew. And then when I got back to uh, Frost and Burnout, um, we had learned a lot more information about, uh, from the doctor, Sorry. Uh, from the doctor, they explained some stuff that they think might be going on. Uh, and uh, there could be a couple of different options, but it looks like you are might have some either top secret or highly experimental, possibly both tech getting installed into him, but we're not entirely sure that's the case yet. It's just like a big mystery and we're trying to figure all of this out before we actually go after him because we don't know how powerful he is right now and it could be us walking into a death sentence. So we just want to keep checking our bases before we move forward with the plan just to make sure we don't accidentally die. That sounds about right. All right. So, um, we left off and basically everybody, you had rounded everybody up, you were dropping people off for the night um, and, you know, we were going to move on. Uh, but before you drop everybody off, um, um, as you're running around, everybody's still in the car. 
um, Sudo gets a notification on his on his phone, and um, pops up and shows you um, you are apparently has started tweeting again, uh, not tweeting, messaging, posting on the garden, via fictional social media platform. Planting. <laughs> yes, planting. Um, actually, on a schedule, it's referred to tending the garden. Um. So, but um, gets a notification and shares with you um, you are's latest proclamation, which uh, says, uh, effective immediately, all misinformation and lies are prohibited on ziggurat platforms. We will not tolerate falsehoods being spread. Uh, do your research and check your facts before posting or you might lose your account. I'm appointing a manager of unbiased speech curation who will oversee ziggurat's response to misinformation Consider each and every one of the 3.2 million regular city net users in Night City put on notice. That is so fascist. It's freedom of speech. No, that's the I... opposite. That's that's not how that works. <laughs> I, I, I don't really ever post uh, on the garden for much, but like I, I just kind of watch this dumpster fire and uh, this is getting a little more entertaining day by day. Matter of, <laughs> matter of fact, that's exactly what burnout tweets in response to that is just a, a gif of a, of a dumpster on fire. <laughs> yes, yes. You be post. Uh, I want to... Um, <laughs> Would it be possible to see that on my phone, then go into UR's uh, tweet database and then just like retweet uh, the ones that are unfactual and link to the articles explaining how it is untrue? Let, let, let's Absolutely not... possible when you get home. Um, <laughs> probably let, not let, best while you're driving. Let's not kick a hornet's yeah, nest. Yeah. Let's yeah, not yeah, kick yeah, a hornet's yeah. nest. <laughs> um actually that might make no because he might send a strike team so but we've uh, got you i'm just one woman <laughs> yeah but you're an arsenal exactly all right so one other thing that you get while you're uh heading home before everybody gets home diamonds you can email um confirmation email for your interview tomorrow morning 9 a.m with uh, Mo McNutton. Mo McNutton. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, also, uh, there is a request in there to send over your uh, resume and references. Oh, uh, all right. So she's gonna kind of dig around in her files. I wish Sudo was here, maybe to do this and. She, uh, you know, it tries to wipe what she can that kind of tracks like her last location, leaving it like at. So it's just at her current cargo container, not anywhere else. And uh, she uh, sends it sends it off in return. Cool. All right. All right. Mo McNutton. I need to take a note of that. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. He's loving it. And, oh my gosh. Um, so we drop everybody off um, and 
just briefly, I'm going to run through each of you guys so you guys can say, like, kind of what you want to do when you get home, and then, like, tell us a little bit about your place, and, um, um, and then we'll go around, and then we'll kick off the next day. So, uh, burnout. Um, when you get dropped off at home, tell us a little bit about what you do, what your place looks like, whatnot. Um, so, I immediately, um, like, just dump my bag by the door. Um, and it is a small... Uh, one bedroom kind of like uh, studio apartment kind of thing um, where it has like a, a hole in the wall that is essentially the where the bed is at um, it uh, doesn't have like a, an off the side closet or anything along those lines but it does have the cool little because I'm a fan of this even before the video game the the step down into living room area kind of deal and conversation it, pit the conversation pit yeah exactly that's 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 one thing that we called it um that's so 70s uh mm -hmm. and then um it's just it's real simple it's got he's got a shelf that has all his um awards and uh certificates and stuff like that from like the fourth corporate war kind of thing like he's got like this wall of memorabilia and stuff like that from like his time when he was in so just from his time when he was in and then um a lot of empty takeout boxes and um reusable chopsticks just kind of like lying like just laying about everywhere um there is one thing though uh he does have um a, like a little like a little closet that's right there that has his trauma team um flight suits and all that stuff in it and all his trauma team gear that's there and like it has like a it has like a thumbprint lock on it and um uh it just has a timer on it that says suspension and it says you know like 47 days remaining like and like all of his trauma team gear is in there so like all of his weapons his like his helmet his all that stuff and he just has to look at it and just be like <sighs> yeah uh he sits down to his computer and uh basically uh, calls up a buddy that he still has working there um and tries to do a little bit of background info on um you are and what he can find out like the questions that i dm'd you and whatnot um uh and then he takes a shower and uh he crawls into bed butt ass naked because that's how he sleeps all right cool um so you go off to sleep and let's pass over to frost all right so when frost gets back to north uh cargo container village i mean it's a cargo container village it's not gonna be the best looking place but i mean it's home so yeah she you know gets into her uh container uh kind of gets all of her clothes uh pa packed together to go to the central shower houses all cargo co villages have um also grabs a few hair curlers gets those packed together and she uh heads over Heads immediately over to the shower house, also packing her gun with her, uh, just setting that on the shelf next to her in the shower. And heads back. Her cargo container, it's very, it's very bare bones. Like, she doesn't carry a lot of stuff with her from place to place. So she does move containers. 
every so often, especially during like really, especially after like really busy jobs, that might catch that might she might catch a little smoke for if she doesn't move. And you know, she's got just she has a binder full of like ELO cards. She has a headset for you know, for, you know, for gaming. But also along with that, she's got. A few boxes for her for her uh, gun care stuff, and also uh, her old gi from the academy. Uh, other than that, it's just the microwave, sink, and fridge, and the bed that, well, basically the college dorm room furniture that comes with every cargo container. So she'll kind of do the best to make herself look as presentable. Do you need a grooming check from me? Um, we'll do one right before you go to your interview okay. later. Uh, oh, well, in the morning. Um, but, um, so what are you doing, uh, when you get home before you go to bed? Uh, I'm going to take time to look over my resume, which I'm going to pull up now. So that way I have it fresh on hand and also just kind of take time to, uh, just like not have to be like on, on aware, like all the time for just just a little bit just kind of you know reflecting on what's to come oh, this is a this is a big job for her and this isn't just you know little accountant got a little too much heat over at Scuga Maryland Finch and needs to be moved elsewhere this is you are a very big fish absolutely alright so uh, and then, obviously, Dreamer, you take yourself home last. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. Okay, so yeah, when I'm on my way home, it's also going to be in a um, storage container, but I don't think it'll be in the same area. I th don't think it's going to be in the northern side of town. I don't really want like I don't think that that's what Dreamer would have but legit when she gets back she literally steps out of the car opens up the container and drives her car into it and then closes it behind her and all that's in there legitimately is just like a fridge to hold some food a cot in the corner and just like some lamps so it can be lit in there and she that's like besides like a little hot plate i think that's all she even has in there because she doesn't really spend any time there and doesn't feel the need to like furnish it at all she just wanted a place big enough to store her car so she could keep it safe while sleeping essentially um and she would legit just like pull her burner back out of the um glove box and then just like go and sit on the bed and see if she got a message honestly yep yep and you you got um you did get a message back um and you got some information i'll uh lead that up to you whether you want to share it or not um in fact for the audience uh all the players had checked in with at least some sort of uh information source and all of them receive something but i uh am allowing them to decide when and where to how to share um some of their intel 
Um, mm -hmm. So, you all go to sleep. You guys uh, wake up in the morning. Um, and... What what time do you usually get up? Um, I, I think burnout was on a later schedule usually, right? No, no, no. Burnout's an early riser. He's like an up oh. before dawn kind of guy. All right. So you might be the first one up. Um, when is uh, Dreamer and uh, Frost getting up in the morning? Frost's uh, sleep schedule just varies from job to job, and she's pretty much used to it, Like especially with Lazarus. They teach you... You sleep when you can, but you don't get, but don't get comfy. All right. So and she'll catch her. She'll take advantage of being able to sleep at night since she's able to at this time. But she'll be up and polishing up in the morning. Cool. Dreamer. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I think Dreamer doesn't wake up particularly early, but also not super late either. Probably around like. 10 9 what? or 10 is typically probably when she gets up because she's not a distracted person she just likes to get up and drive around so nice all right well then we will actually start with burnout because uh you're probably the first one up in the morning um it is monday morning oh great yeah best day of the week oh yeah Last day of the week for me. <laughs> it's Monday morning, and um, what are you doing this Monday morning burnout? Um, I am... Uh, I'm opening my fridge to see a fridge full of condiments and no food. How embarrassing. Um, uh, and then, uh, I don't know, like, I'm trying to think, like, would we all have the bur the infamous burrito vending machine in all of our rooms? Probably. Probably yeah. not the cargo containers. Probably not in the room, but probably close enough to go get one. Uh, and I, th I throw on like a, you know, like a pink fluffy robe kind of thing and like walk out of my room to go to like the burrito dispensary and ensure that I get like a, a good burrito, not any sort of bad burrito. <laughs> and then come back and basically check my messages in my email and um uh get ready to meet up i i like i text crimson i mean i text dreamer to see whether or not she's awake knowing full well that she's not <laughs> uh, not yet not yet Oh no, Cold Spider, there is such a thing as bad burrito. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Bad burritos. So you um you got some messages back from your contact um mm -hmm. at um trauma team. Um you also just kind of picked up a few rumors yourself as uh, you know, med tech and the kind of things people talk about mm -hmm. uh, from people. But um you're just kind of hanging out, you're waiting for Crimson. Um, did you want to look back over those medical records? You'd mentioned that before. I did. I did. Um, basically, because of some of the rumors that I've heard, um, I want to double check with the medical records to put any of those rumors to bed, specifically the ones regarding um, you are having a possible brain tuber 
or possible neuro disorder. All right. That is not re directly related to Chrome. Yeah, I get so... that Chrome can cause it, but like that there isn't a pre-existing one. Yeah, so um, I'm going to ask for three different roles, actually. All right. Uh, there's going to be a uh, medical tech uh, medical role tech, which is that uh, will be about bottom. interpreting the various tests and such that you have, uh, because those are a lot of times run with medical tech. It's the understanding of that side of things. Uh, one for cyber... Tech. Oh. Um, oh no. Oh. oh no, honey. Oh no. I got a one. Like total. Total one. The war with Ooh. RNG continues. Alright, um, so do a cyber tech and then also a deduction. Alright, cyber tech. Yeah. Again? Oh, oh my no. god. Oh my god. Again? Oh. I, I, I think RNG is uh, is not RNG today. For those of you at home, I just rolled two critical failures back to back. And, and what was the worst and a minus it could nine. be? And the second worst it could be. And what is our final worst roll that you needed me to make again? Oh, that would be deduction. Deduction. All right. Let me see here. Deduction. Oh, okay. That is a social? No, that's a... What? Uh, that is uh, education. Twice is coincidence, but three times something's up. <laughs> right, let's see. Oh, okay. Right. Well, that one was actually pretty good. 18 on deduction. Was kind of hoping for another real massive crit failure so I could feed you some total garbage. I know. Um, I mean, I'm okay with it too because Roll20 hates me. Foundry hates me, and now apparently Fantasy Grounds hates me. We're just going to go through the entire gamut of VTTs and find all the ones that hate me. Alchemy, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, you got a good diagnosis. Let's see. That would be out. Um, that is... All right, so... Um, some of the things that you're seeing, just so you know, so we can talk about some of the symptoms. Mm -hmm. um, UR has been showing symptoms, headaches, nosebleed, uh, passing out, um, erratic behavior. Um, UR, they've also been showing um, some manic behavior, but Kim tells you and the records verify that's actually kind of normal. Yeah. Um, um, UR gets into things big time when they get into things. Like the Church of Elvis, you know, and then they get out. Of Wait, do, do we have that on record that he's a that he's a he's a member of the Church of Elvis? Yeah, that that's official canon. That that's known history. Uh, known, well, former member, I believe. Well, yeah, it's disbanded, but yeah. Um, let's see. Um, also, Ben, um, you have um, most of these symptoms. The Self-report ones are not coming from UR because UR won't go to the doctor. They're coming from Kim. Um, he also, uh, they have also been showing uh, an itchy rash, and um, there's a mention of um, uh, a lot of um, 
repeated uh, emesis. Um, emesis? Yes. That's the fancy word for throwing up. Got it. You know, so that med techs don't actually have to write up like vomit. Oh, okay. Um, That's probably an infraction that I get because I would write vomit. Yeah. It spewed all over. <laughs> yeah. He blew chunks the size of softballs. Anyway. <laughs> and mm. there goes all the viewers. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I'm sure glad I, I, I ate before today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, you're not doing so good on these things, but these things, diagnosis... I'm still really oh, hungover right. from the day before. That's what I'm you going with. Really, you are really hungover. And so, like, the more technical things, the cyber tech, the medical tech, like, those are those are really, like, they're not clicking with your brain right now. Um, yeah, you got to wake up some more and maybe... Um, Get past your headache a little bit, but I start uh, looking for purple flavored crayons. It's it's all good. Um, <laughs> but the symptoms that you're looking at, because you got a good diagnose uh, deduction, which is used for diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, you think that there could be um some radiation poisoning going on here. Oh, um, headaches, uh, rash throwing up, uh, passing out, those are all symptoms of uh, low-moderate level exposure to radiation. Heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, diarrhea. Got it, yeah. Rats? Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, take the one that coats and boom, it'll get rid of your rats, right? Right, exactly. So... Uh, yeah, that's kind of what you're picking up on is that there there's something going on there. It looks to you like there might be. It, lo it looks like so, some of the um, um, reclaimers and such and nomads that you have uh, occasionally dealt with that came out of um, of the hot zone. Um, All right. Well, that's definitely not good. Okay. So possible. Okay. Hang on. I need to bust out my legal pad because this is how I keep notes. All right. Um, <laughs> Okay, that's jiving with something else that I learned. Uh, okay. Oh, oh. Oh. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Yeah. All right. I see what you're doing. I'm on to you, GM. I'm on to you. <laughs> All right. Um... So, sir, are you just uh, going to do anything else specific, or are you going to just kind of hang out until you can get, uh, get Dreamer? Um, um, so, yeah. I do the... Mm, I'm trying to think, like, because we're doing the whole no, no tech com talking part, I'm... The no communications thing is very difficult because I instinctively want to like blast them with the information that I found out. Um, yep. So. I, you know what? I I make myself a good old hot cup of Joe um, with pumpkin spice creamer because I am that basic, 
and um, watch the news until I hear back from Crimson with the Wheels. All right, cool. Um, in that case, we will move over to uh, Frost. Hmm? Frost, you uh, you get up in the morning uh, around your usual time. It's you know probably what just a little bit after sunrise. Uh, um, most likely like right at about seven seven thirty a.m. All right. Yep, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. She's gonna pull the curlers out of her hair and get herself pulled together. Hopefully, the new suit arrives by time she needs to get on out of here. All right. Um, remind me about the suit. You, uh... Uh, zigger, uh, just in ziggurat colors to leave an impression. Yes, you asked Mama for that. Uh, it's like blue with a, it's like, you know, white shirt, pale blue jacket. Uh, also, you know, something that's going to really, you know, make, make me blend with ziggurat decently. All right. Well, um, honestly, ziggurat colors are pretty ugly. Um, what? mostly green in that orange thing that they do sometimes. Uh, I, uh, am I colorblind? Cause Wait, do I do I have my color contacts in? It's, no, sorry, don't mind me. Go 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 on ahead. I'm just a little concerned if I'm not looking at this correct. I, I'm referring to the uh the, the ads that you see in the various uh oh. official sources. Oh, oh okay. Their color I, scheme I, is pretty obnoxious. I was looking at their, their main logo here. I'm just like ah, <laughs> oh, okay. So um so probably white with uh, maybe just that pale blue that's like on their main zigger on ziggurat. All right. Yeah. So you you get a um, cornflower blue um, jacket and pants to go with a white shirt. Uh, it arrives from Mama. It arrives. Uh, uh, you have a nine o'clock. So it would it would come like right about seven thirty. Like right when you're waking up, somebody's knocking on your door. Thank you, Layla. She gets up. Gotta hear a few bones crack in her body. She, it's probably a little bit cold. Or actually, what time of year is it? Um, well, let's just uh, uh let's say it's uh, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Let's drop it in April. Okay, so I mean, I like it's still a little chilly as she gets up and kind of cracks her back, shoulders. She comes to the door. Yep, you answer the uh, the door. It's just a uh, it's a courier, um, and um, you know they're like uh, uh, looking for Frost. She uh, hands over a for a, a uh, forty eddy tip. You you were not here today, okay? All right, thank you very much. Uh, I did not see you. Bye. And Bye. takes off on a bicycle. And you All have right. your uni you have a uh, outfit, so now would be a good time to do your wardrobe and style, personal grooming, get ready for okay. your uh, interview. All right, so I'm going to be just adding two to both of these, just because uh, RNG Jesus is not looking very favorable for us today. So my wardrobe and style check. Okay. All right. So fifteen. All right. All right. Solid. All right. And with plus two, that's good. 
And plus two here. All right. So 11. Uh, 11. That's not bad. Um, um, did you have chem skin and tech hair? Uh, no, but I have light tattoos. Uh, light tattoos go for wardrobe and style. Okay. Um, but um, 11 sufficient. You're not looking yeah. bad. Make, uh, makeup is not her forte, but she does put on just enough to, you know, it's it's noticeably not normally frost. <laughs> She's usually very, you know, blank faced. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you get yourself ready. Um, and then how did you want to head over to uh, Ziggurat? It is located in the uh, upper marina. It is on the bay, kind of the northeastish side of the upper marina. I mean, it's not too terribly far. Am I, am I able to hop the bus to get, get over there? Yeah, yeah, you can catch, um, let's see. Remind me, where are you located? Uh, it's going to be Northern New Westbrook. Uh, if, I, if I remember, Cuba oh container. yes, the... it's the North Cargo Container Village. Yes, that's not a terrible area. Yeah, you should be able to to hop some uh, mass transit to get down there. Yeah, I, I imagine NCTC probably got buses running through there, especially with N54 being in the area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's enough corp stuff there that like they need their their employees to get in there. Um, so, um, yeah, and it's not combat zone. So yeah, you, you hop the uh, bus and you make it there fairly uneventful. Uh, uh I am going to put all, uh, five of my points into, uh, threat detection though, to just to boost my perception. Yep. Awesome. So when you arrive at... Um, Ziggurat. Uh, the Ziggurat HQ is a large uh, building of steel and glass. It is shaped like its namesake, a Ziggurat. It goes up and over and up. It has a flat roof. Um, and uh, if you ever watch our VODs, it's the building that's on the VOD uh, uh, thumbnail. But um, in front of the Ziggurat HQ is a, I would call it a park, but it's really like you can't go play there. It is um, more of a stat of a uh, like a statue garden, but it's an area of concrete that has stainless steel geometric shapes and structures built into it. Um, it has a rim of basically short um, bent, like um, short rectangles, essentially, that are benches for you to sit on that go around the outside with some stairs that go down to the middle. There's a big circle, a sphere in the center that has like a cross of uh, metal, like across it. So if you looked at it from top, it'd be like an axe on top of it that like mounts it to the ground. There are, um, you know, uh, they're kind of these uh, these actual like uh, in some places skulls these like semi somewhat digital looking skulls that are like half coming out of the uh, ground there um, and um, even in some places upside down triangles that are like uh, mounted into the concrete and stand upside down several feet tall 
Uh, and it, so it's very geometric, uh, made out of mostly stainless steel. Uh, it absolutely would be like a skater's dream come true if cigarette security wasn't around. Um, but um, that sits out in front of the um, corporate building. Um, and then as you kind of head inside. Would Kim oh. actually be out at this time? Uh, doing her mm. uh, morning walk or whatever? No, Kim uh, was out at 7 a.m. Oh, um, okay. All right. She goes 7, noon, and 5. Japer, she's like uh, early, early. Okay. Yes, yes. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and go to reception. All right. So you walk into the Ziggurat building lobby. And the inside, everything is either white, chrome, or glass. Everything. The walls are white. They have those panels that are about two and a half foot wide where there's like little indentations that kind of demark panels. They're split about halfway, you know, mid-height um, uh, uh, horizontally. And then like the uh, desk where the uh, uh, reception's at is made of chrome uh, supports with glass top. There is no drawer. There is no paper in sight in this place. Everything is digital. There are uh, tablets um mounted into the desks and things like that there are uh but there is like you cannot even see like a shred of paper like at the uh reception desk in fact um hey give me a give me a perception uh check regular perception so you get your bonus in there. yeah let me uh scroll up here so that we can get to it oh Feel my pain. Yeah, you know, yeah. Kind of, kind of just a little All overwhelmed right. by everything. So let's see, three plus five. So it's just it's eight. There, there, there's just a lot in here. This is probably Frost's first time being in Ziggurat. Mm -hmm. Yep. So you come up to the uh, receptionist. The receptionist sitting there in just kind of a uh, charcoal gray um, suit. Um, and it's like... Uh, Welcome to Ziggurat. Uh, can I help you? Uh, oh, sorry. Yes. First, first, first time here. Uh, I'm Weiss Erickson. I'm here for a uh, interview with uh, Mo McNutton. Ah, oh, is right. it is it McNutton or McNutton? I, I just want to get names right while I'm coming uh, in. McNutton. McNutton. Okay. Yep. Um. All right. So, uh, she goes. Okay. Just a moment. Uh. Can I? Uh. Can I see your ID? Uh, yes, uh, she goes and she uh, fishes out uh, just her city ID and also her Lazarus ID. All right. Um, just the, uh, yeah. The receptionist takes them, scans them both, uh, and then prints out a little like you know badge for you, um, little temp badge, um, and hands it over to you along with your your things. Um, all right. Uh, HR is you know right over there. Uh, first door on the left, um, and you know, uh, good luck with your interview. Thank you. With that, she's gonna head over to uh, HR's waiting room, I guess. <laughs> yep. And so, uh, one thing you notice um, is the uh, 
the the little temp badge you gave is black with white lettering on it. The receptionist had a white badge with uh, uh, like a little red box in the bottom corner and black lettering. Visitor badge. Uh, and so you head over and you get over to the door she pointed out. Uh, you notice that the door also has a black label with white lettering on it. Um, and like as you approach then like the little uh, the little uh, light next to the door for the scanner just like beeps even before you get to it and the door opens up. Alright, so badges are associated with different but she's just gonna take a note that you know ba different badges are associated with different offices. Okay. Interesting. Um, and um, you step in, there's another, you know, uh, person there who says, oh, uh, if you're here for an interview, uh, just take a take a seat and um, somebody mm -hmm. with you in a, in a moment. All right. That she'll just calmly take a seat. Her phone is shut off. Like there is, like she she's basically gone dark. Nobody's going to be able to contact her for a little while. So uh, you're looking around the place. The just in the HR area, everything again is still white walls. Every, the tile is white. There is, uh, you know, all the desks are this like chrome, you know, legs with like glass tops. You don't see any personal items at all. No, no purses, no paper. There's no drawers to the desks. Um, the separations for the ools are just frosted glass with like, uh, with like chrome, um, um, you know, little posts that hold everything up. Um, and um, after after a few moments, um, a person comes out, um, and they have kind of they look like they're kind of wearing like a pompadour or something. Um, have a white jacket with rhinestones on it. Um, and, um, but otherwise look like business attire. Uh, and they come over to you, uh, they come out and they say, uh, uh, Miss Weiss? Yes. Ah, ah, come with, come with me. I, I am, uh, Mo McNutton. Nice to meet you. And Pleasure you know, to meet you, Mr. McNutton. Offers a hand. Uh, she gives a, uh, firm handshake. Uh, come this way. You, you follow mm -hmm. them, and they uh, lead you back into an actual office. Um, you notice that um, um, as you walk through into the office, that the name on the office, Mo McNutton, is uh, Vice President of Human Resources. Uh and they would have a uh, blue box in the corner of their... Uh... Oh, a vice president. Okay. All right. And uh, you enter into the office, and there is, like, the decorations, everything, all the wall space is taken up with these framed sets of... You have a picture of Elvis on one side. And on the other side, you have an item like a uh, piece of kibble that looks like Elvis. Uh, 
in the same position as the picture. And then a potato chip and an Elvis. And then a leaf and an Elvis. A leaf? A leaf. Okay. Yes. And, and a rock and Elvis and just all over. It's all variations of a frame set with Elvis on one side and some item that looks like Elvis on the other side. Everywhere. And you sit down, and um, Mo says, "Oh well, welcome, welcome to uh, Ziggurat. So you uh, you come highly recommended. I've uh, seen seen your resume. Um, so why don't why don't you start by uh, just telling me a little bit about yourself?" Uh, well, I'm Weiss Erickson. I am a uh, I, I suppose for starts, uh, I am a daughter of some of the higher ranking execs with the uh, Lazarus group. I primarily have specialized in uh, corporate acquisition and also uh, do protection for uh, special clients from time to time. I do, uh, I, I do carry a, a degree in business and I prefer to keep things very professional upfront and put all personal things aside when when I am here at the here at the office. Oh, excellent. All right. Well, um, yeah. Looking at your your resume, you're clearly very qualified. Um, and you know, I'm I'm sure everything on your resume is accurate, because you know we take anybody who lies on their applications out back and shoot them, then throw them in the uh, bay. Oh. Oh, I, oh, I kid, I kid. Oh, We'd okay. never pollute the bay. I mean, it's as bad as it already is, but totally understandable. It's very beautiful out there, you know? Mm -hmm. so we wouldn't want to ruin that. So, um, Frost. Here at Zigger. Uh, Frost? Oh, sorry. Um, Weiss. Like, like it. it, it I, I did, anybody, she did not say frost. Yeah, I said frost. <laughs> like outside, like the very few people that she works with refers to her as that. It will put her on like high alert. But, uh, sorry, that was in my notes, and so yeah. Um, so. She did not say that. <laughs> uh, Weiss. Yes. Here at um, Ziggurat, we are a family. And it's important to protect family, don't you think? Well, of course. Well, we we would like working at Ziggurat to be more than just a job. It's a community, a family, a way of life. You know, we, we, we struggle day in and day out to protect our community, to protect our way of life. And I know that you you are more than capable of protecting. But Weiss, what I really would love to know about, please tell me a little bit about your relationships with friends, with family, those things that you love enough to protect. So uh, my relationship with my family, um, I, 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 I suppose I, I do, have, I, if you guys have that kind of culture here, I might be willing to, you know, kind of blend the two together but i tend to keep family and business very separate but with my family i do i i do go i have gone great lengths to make sure that they are going to be okay even after i 
you know, leave the house. I mean, of course, mom and dad are getting a little bit old. Uh, and of course, with my friends, I mean, I'm always willing to swing a few extra eddies to make sure that they get fed. Uh, and also, I just, I, I, I want to see the best not only for myself, but for my entire department as a whole. All right. Well, that's the kind of team spirit we we really like around here. Um, and she continues on with a number of questions. And I'm going to break from you for a minute while you're okay. being grilled in the hot seat there. And jump over to Dreamer. Actually, no, it's uh, 4 o'clock. Uh, why don't we do a uh, brief break? Uh, bio break, and then we'll come back, jump over to Dreamer, um, and see what Dreamer's up to. So, uh, chat, we'll see you in just a few minutes. Um, and, uh, mics are hot, right? Yeah. Mics are I think mine's room uh, temperature. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. I've just I, been, like, you're taking muted, light notes. Wait, 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 wait. So, we're just going to gloss over the fact that Frost is openly admitting that she's the daughter of the execs of Lazarus. We're just going to gloss over that, right? Are we just going <laughs> to... We're just going to, like... Uh, it, 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 it sets some proof. It does. Like, I mean, yeah. I, don't get me wrong. I've, mean... I've, I've heard how to have a good cover story. Like, when you go in, but I mean, like, shoot for the moon? Or or what? Or What's just... there to hide, Burnout? What's there to hide? I mean, I I just... er Eric's, Erickson, if it's a high enough exact name, Erickson's going to get around, so. <laughs> All righty. Right, I'm going to go grab some water real quick, yeah. and I will be right back. I will also be right back. Actually, should I be right back or should I just stay right here? I mean, that's up to you. Huh. Yeah, I'm going to try to smoke a quick uh, cigarette. Also, on top of that, she is trying to weasel out of having to keep working in the family business, if you will. <laughs> but there. it pays. Yeah. I know, but when you're off the books, most of the... Because like, like with Frost, she's been very open about it. She's just, she's off the books and that she's been open with it, with you guys. And, you know, it can only get you so far. Then again, her view on corporate life is going to be very different from the rest of you guys. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, again, burnout, you know, works primarily for trauma team where, you know, it's a glamorous job in the media. I mean... Am I it wrong? It's ups and downs. And, you know, we got Dreamer, who is very, very, like, much, like, very polar opposite to Frost and, you know, her feelings on corporate. You know, I'm I'm just I'm just interested to see what happens today because I still want to know 
what everybody gets sent in their DMs. That's 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 what I want. <laughs> um, well, I I, I kind of you know re- revealed a little bit of what what I saw. Because like I've got some of them juicy fruits going on in here. Oh. I got I got juicy fruits. Like I got like good intel. And <laughs> I mean I I I I I, I above table. You know the, the the med tech and me. I've put two and two together on you know what's uh, where where the hell. Well, we we know what zone, but we don't know where in the zone. I do. Oh. I figured it out. I know between the stuff that I learned today and the stuff that was in my DMs, I know where we're going. That's your belief. Don't try and screw me like that. All right. I rolled. Uh, I, I started you. this game off with double crit fails. Okay. Don't <laughs> take this from me. All right. Oh. Don't take this from me. Though, well, uh... maybe you never had it in the first place. That's fucked up. So, uh, Tra- Tracy, I'm just messing. I uh, I've taken I've taken that idea you sent me, and uh, that's I'm keeping that in my back pocket. By the way. Oh oh the uh the bozos. Oh yeah. Oh that that's a good one. I've had fun with that one a couple times. Oh I I I can't wait for my player because there's just like oh the bozos are around they're around they're around it's like. Uh, I was giving somebody I mean, else in uh, chat some uh, evil bozo advice too. Um, I I went at my uh, my boys group with bozos who were all on the roof of a building and they had uh, water balloons full of acid and started throwing them at everybody. Oh, that's oh, just man. diabolical! Uh, there go there goes your SP. Oh yeah, it was great. Um, I was doing area effect SP ablation. Um. Soften them up before the uh, big bad got a hold of them. My, uh, I mean, my, my, my tech is literally just becoming is just you know a uh, not as egotistical Iron Man in, in a sense. She's, but yeah, she, she, she's working on a very big project, and I, I, I'm, 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 I might snatch it up. I might. Night city giveth, night city taketh. <laughs> yeah, taketh away i mean i think you didn't you say your tech's working on like some power armor or some shit like yes that? Yep. yeah so i mean it could be fun to steal it and make them have to fight it to get it back once it's finished i mean she That's... also just, she also has like an ai driven like nano machine suit that she uses as armor provides her sp11 but it has a net in it, so it could be hacked. <laughs> You're welcome, Raven. Uh, or I hope that I don't regret this. Uh, either way, I hope you. Re- I hope you regret it. I hope you regret but it. But also, just on, on Fridays, that. you'll see. I'm, I do. I oh, do. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm like, okay, let's see what happens. All right. Well, I, I, I listen to the High Riders campaign while I'm at work. It helps It helps those first few hours go by a little bit quicker. Acid in space? Oh, fuck. Raven? That? You know what? 
I'm here for it because think about well, it, right? That sounds it's, horrible. It's, it's zero gravity. It's like, zero gravity. It's going to be like this little bubble of acid moving around. Just don't, t- just don't let it touch you. Well, so don't you let it get in area, and then it's like evasion rolls to move through the area, right? Like you yeah. can do like an area like uh, um, obstacle sort of thing, and just be like, all right, there's acid all over it here. D, you know, DB fifteen evasion to move into. Or move through. You realize you're handing her the mechanics, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Just make. I, I I think that's something important though that I I like with with uh, Cybernation Uncensored though is we can come together and share these ideas and improve each other's play styles. Like I mean, yes. it's it's improved yeah. my game a lot. We we come together, we experience these games, and. We teach each other new ways to kill our PCs. It's exactly it's, and it's screw amazing, huh? And screw them up. Yeah. Right, well, yeah. the 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 tech also had acquired a uh, a uh, <laughs> guard dog from uh, N54, and uh, it's it's cybernetically enhanced, and uh, she's gonna have to hope that they don't have to old yeller it. Uh, one of my kids has a uh, cyber dog, but uh, um, they're working. They're a med tech, a veterinarian, and they're working on removing the uh, cyberware and rehabilitating it. Uh, um, yeah, because they're anti cyberware and animals. Anti cyberware. How dare they? Yeah, well, they're, but, they're uh, one of the few characters who are like, I'm against cyberware. Like, I don't like cyberware in, in people or animals. Oh, um, so Inquisitor? No, not not like that vindictive. Like just, oh, okay. just like I won't do All it. Right. I won't put it. I like they're a med tech. They won't install cyberware. Um, okay. They'll remove All it, right. um, and they're good at that. But they won't put it in. My my med tech does like heavy evaluations before putting any big pieces of cyberware in anybody. All right, folks. How we yeah. Doing? How we doing? I mean, my uh, personal med tech just drops anything to anybody who's paying. Um, absolutely, just you know, you come with the eddies, you know, they'll you. But yeah, all right. Uh, so I guess we're all back. So why don't we uh, jump back into things? Alrighty. All righty. Off to Dreamer. Off. Yeah. To the Dreamer. Yeah. So- By the way, have you named your car yet? Guard's oh, got to have shit. a cool name for these kinds of stories. Come on. It does. Just but like how we got, like, Why have kids. I not thought of that? Um, I feel like it needs an old person name. Gladys. Yeah. But that's... Or Opal. Hmm. Hey, chat. Chat though without the name. Mm, yeah. Chat, throw out ideas if you have any. Name be. All right. So, Dreamer, we're gonna find you in the morning. You just got up. Um, you already have texts from uh, Burnout about uh, what just picking picking you up, uh, picking him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, what are you doing this morning? Well, upon waking up, I probably just like grab an MRE out of the fridge and like toss it in a microwave get eat real quick yeah I know uh but you know poor people food right um 
yeah so i eat real quick then i pick up my phone check my messages and send a message back like what time do you need to get picked up um i respond with a five hours later <laughs> anytime really i got some stuff that i found out that is uh Good to know for finding Waldo. I hear ya. Uh, I got some info myself, and I was actually thinking about going to get some more information. Uh, I was planning on swinging through the family's place to uh, talk in a more private setting, essentially. So... Hmm. Like, um, this is just a string of text yeah, messages. Burnout, like... <laughs> Burnout just, like, points his phone at his shotgun, takes a picture of it, and then sends it. One of those is that a threat? Question mark. <laughs> no. Shotgun. Oh, Riding shotgun. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, we can swing through. Um... Sure. Diamond's yeah, losing I'll it. I'll swing Diamond's that way. losing it. That sounds good. I'll I'll pick you up first. Uh, I've worked with you in the past, so if you don't mind going to uh, coming over to the family's place, I'll vouch for you so they don't freak out and. Um, if you don't mind that, does that sound good? I'll bring drugs. All right, that'll work. All right, so yeah, I'll just like hop in the car after I'm awake and everything and just swing through to pick up Burnout. All right, you swoop up Burnout and you head off over to the uh, family's place. Why don't you tell everybody where your family lives? Well, my family actually is a nomad family that is actually trying to uh, do some reclamation in the old combat zones. Uh, so that's actually where they set up their set up shop, so to speak. They got their own little corner of it carved out and they uh, do a lot of stuff that way. So essentially it's going to be like deep like not super deep into it but pretty deep into the old combat zone and uh just like in a building that they took over that seemed to be structurally sound enough to hold it right yep so you come pulling up um they have their building um as like kind of main area there's a couple of little like side um they're more or less shacks, but they're they're home built. You know, they're they're strong enough. They hand, mm -hmm. they stand up to, to the weather and everything. So, um, and you'd never tell one of your family that their their shack looks like crap. You know, uh, well at least their construction work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, um, and um, so there's that. There's a couple cars sitting around. Uh, and you know. There's the uh, big pile of, you know, um, scrap that you guys aren't getting rid of because it's not even worth, you know, just came back with people and was tossed aside. Uh, mm -hmm. And 
it is, you got up maybe 10-ish, you picked him up, you're probably looking at about 11, 11, you know, 15 or so when you get there. Um, mm-hmm. And um, before we get out of the car, I look over to burnout in the front seat and just am like, all right, be careful out here. You know the shadows who died in the blast haunt the hot zone, and uh, sometimes they like to snatch people, so keep your eyes open. Uh, Burnout just holds up like a uh, like a box of like um, morphine vials, right? And we like, mm-hmm. and he just kind of goes, "This keeps the demons away." Cool, cool. Yeah, uh, also, like, a legit thing that I feel like is way more important, keep your eyes out for any corporate-looking goons or anything, because uh, my family does do a lot of reclamations, and uh, it seems like a lot of the corps around here come in and just, like, try to take the shit that other groups have salvaged rather than doing it on their own because it's cheaper. So uh, definitely keep that in mind and keep your eyes open, all right? All right. All right, cool. Uh, And then I would get out of the car. First thing Burnout says is, why does it smell like bratwurst? Oh, it's uh, there's an old sausage factory down the street and the smell kind of never left. Weird. Yeah. So, um, give you a little bit of history with the hot zone in in this world, um, just so people know. The hot zone, of course, was formed when um, Arasaka Tower was was bombed with a uh, small nuclear device. Uh, the official story is that Arasaka used an area denial weapon. Um, a lot of people think that Militech probably did it themselves. Uh, people who play 2077 have seen another version of this. And people who've read the, uh, the the Firestorm books have heard a different version. So, you know, you can take what you will from it. But it has wiped out this area. Um, there's a lot of ruins even 20 years later. Uh, and it's never quite gotten cleaned up. Uh, it takes a while for that. So early in the, the recovery, Night City Council came up with this, this hot zone recovery plan which they um, started, as with all plans, they didn't finish. Um, and the first stage was to knock down all the big skyscrapers so they wouldn't fall on things. So they paid families, like yours, uh, Dreamer, to take down these buildings. They paid by the floor, how tall the building was, uh, for it. They ran out of money after a little while and just stopped paying and didn't tell anybody they were going to stop paying. Um, so your family nice. still believes they owe a lot of money, the city council does. Technically, that's not true because Night City Council wrote in law that says that those debts were void. So they don't count anymore. Yeah, but if you but, don't inform the people that the debts are now void, then are they really void? Or are you just pulling some corporate babble talk? That's just business, baby. Government babble talk. Yeah. Slightly yeah, yeah. different. You know, you well, I mean, same little, thing. A little bit different vocabulary. They used the one point one version. Exactly. Yeah. So that they OGL one point one instead yeah. of one point oh. 
So they, uh, there's a lot of toppled buildings, these big skyscrapers that have been toppled, some of them completely smashed. Some of them are still kind of hollow shells laying there. Um, people took them down a variety of ways. Um, your family um, oftentimes used demolitions because um, Old Harold is a demolitions expert, amongst other things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm -hmm. So, but later the policy shifted more towards pay by the ton of rubble you shove into the bay. That worked for a while, and they actually got some stuff cleared out, stuff more northward. But mm -hmm. um, when Upper Marina became popular, well, then there was demand for safe routes from Little Europe over to the Upper Marina without going through combat zones. So that ended. So now they pay by truckload, um, and it's getting dumped over in the uh, the dumps on the outskirts of town. That's not going anywhere because that's just not affordable for anybody. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, now you guys have just gone straight back to just reclaiming whatever you can manage to find in the buildings um, or the ground or underneath or in the sewers or wherever. Um, because some of you may, not, may or may not know, but when you have a nuclear device go off in an area and you're already built on areas in which you just filled in a bunch of ocean to make land you can get liquefaction and you can have buildings literally sink into the ground when stuff like this happens. So there's interesting things. Mm -hmm. So just to kind of give you a little bit of an idea how this place, you know, is around in the um, hot zone. You're heading, you get out of the car, you come up, there's the big, you know, kind of warehouse building that you guys have taken over. Um, and um, out front um you see um sabine who is the uh head of the family um mm -hmm. she you know is just not the oldest or anything like that just that people um uh trust sabine and sabine was willing to do it um uh, you know as Fair. with many leaders and nomads they, the one who steps up and actually does it well they get to yeah. um and um she comes towards you you know dreamer Good to see you. Hey, Sabine. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Just uh, getting stuff together. Uh, thanks for the info you sent me last night. I just had a uh, couple more questions that I thought shouldn't be handled over text. Yeah. But, uh, who's this? Ah, this is Burnout. They're a doc that we've been supplying some, that we've been both supplying and getting meds from to help supply other areas, and they're cool. Like, they are legit. Oh, that's Burnout. Well, good to meet you, Burnout. Yeah, your, uh, your supplies have helped a lot of people around here. Uh, Burnout tosses the box of morphine over. Pops it open. Ooh. Yeah, we'll get this over. Um, we'll get this over to Zazzy real quick. Uh, local med tech. Yeah. Or not quite med tech. More like. Rip not even duck. quite. Pro not even that. Like more just a, the person who has paramedic skill. Um, uh. Because you don't have a real formal like med tech or ripper uh, um, in your family. Your family's fairly small. Yeah, yeah, it's oh. not a lot of people, just like maybe less than a hundred altogether. So, yeah, you mostly rely on um, Zazzy um, to fix up basic stuff, stabilize people, whatnot, and then um, if needed, you guys go out to, you know, for other services. Um, 
But um, um, yes, yeah, so oh, she invites yeah. you inside. Uh, much of the family's inside, kind of hanging out. People are working on cars and uh, fixing up uh, various, you know, things they've scrounged out of the um, out of the uh, hot zone. Mm-hmm. By the way, thanks again for Lucille. That baby's got that baby purrs. Oh, she's a beaut. Yeah. So, uh, oof. I guess my main question of interest, um, is like, have you heard any rumors about, or facts about anything that may have been recovered from the, uh, hot zone that may have been, like, really highly experimental or, um top of the line or anything that may have gotten lost during the Corporal Wars that maybe have got been discovered and traced back to Ziggurat and UR. That's specific. That is specific. But a thinking. Love it. Yeah, just like any tech that may have been discovered that went missing is essentially what I'm asking for. Well, I don't I don't know about Ziggurat. Um So I've I've heard tell um that a group of uh scavs picked up some drone a little while back um out of out of the hot zone uh that started shooting people up in the upper marina. Um, oh, shot shit. up a bunch of cops. Um, <laughs> so, shot up the scavs, shot up cops. Uh, don't know what happened to it. It kind of just disappeared. And mm -hmm. um, so I don't I don't know if that, you know. But that's something that I, I heard about. And, you know, I heard, I heard the weirdest story. But um, somebody's telling me that a, um, a full Borg moved into the precipice. You know, the, the cargo container down on the south or southern side of the um, hot zone. No, down, uh, down by close to where I am? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so somebody told me that there's a full Borg that lives there that was one of um, Arasaka's Borgs that got drug out of the out of the rubble at some point. But um, I don't think... I, I haven't heard anything about him with Ziggurat or whatever. He's been like, I don't know, edge running or something. I mean, what do Borgs do? Yeah, true, true. Assimilate. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, that... There's definitely a history of that. But yeah, I don't I don't know anything specific about connections to Sigurat. I mean, you know about the, uh, the, the place over on the uh, other side of the... Uh, actually, actually, uh, you tell me, um, what side of the hot zone is your family located so you said they're on the edge are they more on the little europe side the upper marina side um more mm -hmm. southern like um you know either uh glen or old japan town or like the, the northern stretch uh that's more like uh that little bit of upper marina that sticks up there 
Uh, ooh, I think probably up on the northern end of the old combat zone near old Japantown, but like on the, um, like right on the bay, like you see on the map where like there's a little edge that comes down into, or wait, no, I'm looking at the wrong place. All right. So like. <laughs> Yeah, just like up on the corner of Old Combat Zone and Old Japan Town, uh, just like maybe a little bit further south, like on the map, maybe like a couple millimeters there, but like, yeah. All right. All right, so you're, you're pretty much on like the south side, southeastern side. Um, when... When exactly was this uh, drone, this 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 drone incident? Oh, that um, that was a few months ago. Right, I'm I'm right, but about uh, what day of the week was it? Do you recall? Oh shit, I I don't know. Um, let me uh, I I could probably uh uh search it up on the data pool or something. I, I saw some articles about it. There was some 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 media named Navu that was reporting on it. Navu? Yeah, yeah. Um spelled weird. It's like a N A U V O O. Navu. Alright then. But, um, um, can I run a search yeah. on my uh, on my agent to yeah. see see about them? Yeah, give me a, a library check um, and don't crit fail this time. Listen, okay. I mean, if you want to succeed, obviously. I have wow. Just, you know, <laughs> listen, you it just is... can't win today, Kurt. I can't. Uh, Fantasy Grounds just... has not been nice today. Okay, right. twelve. Yeah, I mean, you get a basic article um, about this um, drone. Um, it's written from this guy named Nafu, um, and it basically says that the, you know it was it was a few months back. There was a big ash storm. It came out. It was shooting up stuff. Um, apparently, it was some sort of Arasaka drone that um, went crazy when somebody tried to connect to it. Um, and um there's kind of like there's like this love story overlay on it um the person's claiming that this was a soul killed per uh person and uh they reunited them with their husband um and so there's like this kind of like gushy you know um love story overlaid on this mass murder and uh, i'm 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 immediately like i'm ignoring the bulk of that and i'm looking for day of the week an approximate time. Uh, a day a week, uh, it'd be like a Tuesday. It was early morning. Um, it was about 6.45 a.m. Okay, never mind. Mm. Uh, oh, we get plus twos. Oh, oh yeah. We oh. still had a bunch uh, of those. Yeah, right? you guys should be using uh, Seven, those. so that makes us up to 12 altogether. Let's see. Yep. Uh, we were... So many plus twos. Thank you, Raven, uh, because my dice rolls you. will need them. Yes, you, you should use them every time. One. Yeah. 
So listening to all this information, uh, burnout just kind of goes, all right. So here's what I know in conjunction with what you're talking about. Supposedly, there's an exec from Ziggurat mm -hmm. that's meeting at the edge of the hot zone near upper uh, near the upper marina Monday and Friday at 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Whether that's a drop or not, I don't know. Also, you know anything about that? Um, uh, where where is that? So, what if you look at a Night City map? And it doesn't matter whether it's Ryder Cthulhu or the official one. From the upper marina, there is a road that comes down into the hot zone at kind of a diagonal. So it's heading, you know, um, northeast, southwest mm -hmm. sort of direction that stretches into the hot zone. At the very end of that road, um, that's the location that you were getting um, Kurt. Okay. So I kind of like do my best to kind of point it out to him like on a handy dandy map that they may have laying around um uh, yeah so, and sabine's like oh yeah dreamer this is this is what i text you about like oh yeah that, that yes this this is the that's the ziggurat warehouse they buy a hot zone scrap yeah 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 i do have that info it, uh yeah they buy good salvage uh between 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Uh, we don't really go there, so it just kind of slipped my mind because they're, like, really good at negotiating and we want to get a little bit better prices. So, right. sorry about that. But, yeah. the, but the important thing is, is they have a warehouse there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, if our boy is going missing into the hot zone but we don't know where that's a good place to start looking that is a really good place to start looking you're definitely right if we know that it's a ziggurat facility whether it be warehouse or not it's the only lead we got going on to it and apparently and he likes any like flips through his agent some more how far is that location from his address in the high rise in upper marina um it's not terribly far his so ziggurat um hq is right on the uh base it's on that little bit of the bay that kind of comes in from the uh north um there and his high rise is just a couple blocks over a little bit uh more central to the uh, upper marina and you know as you see on the map this this is not particularly far um distances are kind of weird with with this whole thing because mm -hmm. yeah you know yeah but um it, it is not a it would not be much of a drive in that road that extends into the hot zone um dreamer you know that that's usually fairly drivable um Mm -hmm. They they built the warehouse there so they could get stuff in and out sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of a stretch of, of area that's been cleaned up. Yeah. Um, hmm. Is that name... Sorry, I'm looking at the my notes. Is that name pronounced Rach or Rake? 
Rosh? Rosh? Rosh Barker? Rosh? Oh, yeah. Okay, Rosh. That's... I'm bad at pronunciation sometimes. Sorry. It's all good. Um, yeah. So, I, I turn to uh, Burnout as I'm saying this. So, there is a rumor that you are is searching the hot zone for Rosh Bartmoss because uh, Bartmoss had the original code. Well, there's rumors that Bartmoss has the original code for Data Crush to restore the old net, which is really interesting. And that's definitely something that I want to talk to Pseudo about because I know that's right up Pseudo's alley. Um, huh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, fuck. Is there any more other information you might have to give? Because I'm drawing blanks on what so else to add. So, what I uncovered, this is all what I figured, this is all what I got from my contacts at Trauma Team, and then just mm -hmm. a couple things that I heard, which are kind of lining up with what you've been hearing. One, I heard that uh, UR has GPS turned off. With the exception of Fridays from 6 to 9 p.m. But, like, it shows him, according to our data, it shows him moving around, but hitting frequent night spots. You know, the bar, the restaurants, things along those lines. But it's only ever, his GPS is only ever active for those three hours. Which I have a feeling might have something to do with whatever, wherever he's at. He's expecting that that is going to be where something bad might actually happen to him past that i was able to get his home address um i got a little more information because i had them run a trace on all the execs that use trauma team mm -hmm. and one of the one of the execs whose name i didn't get i just got his code number right goes to the edge of the hot zone near the upper marina monday and friday at 10 a.m and 4 p.m uh, so, 10 to 4 oh 10 to 4 um, uh, which coincides with what your scrapper buddies are saying. And then the only other thing that I learned was here frequently, many of the Ziggy uh, execs have been traveling to WorldSat and N54, like, frequently. Mm-hmm. Sorry, writing this down. It's all good. So, I... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, hang on. Did you say something about a full Borg moving in? Yeah, yeah. I heard something about that over the precipice. Well, there's a rumor going around UR... Or going around about UR over at Ziggurat, apparently. Something about he's gone rabid. Like, he's been fully Borged. But he's needing constant updates. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him, but... Well, no, but... put it past him, but that sounds... But if you're wild. saying that there's a Borg running around and that this other thing is happening, right? How many rumors does it take for it to be true kind of thing, right? Too many coincidences. We're pulling from two different areas of information. I mean, it could just be entirely possible that he hired on, like... 
a super borged out individual is part of his protection, but it could also be very likely that it is him. Listen, I only know of one full Borg that still exists, and that's Smasher, and I don't think that's who he's got. True. Yeah, I don't think Smasher has done much work for Ziggurat. Hmm. So, I'm going to cut from you guys and jump back over to um, Weiss um, and kind of finish up there and then, you know, we'll see where we end up. So, um, Weiss, Frost, um, you are there, you're talking with uh, Mo. Um, you've gone through a number of questions, um, several overly personal questions, um, a couple that probably are illegal to ask if we were in any other time period. Um, but it's Night City, so. Um, and you kind of, like, are finishing up, and she goes, she says, um, well, Weiss, um, You know, I think that we would like to hire you as part of the um, uh, secondary security detail for you are as well as uh, potentially as a uh, a float uh, for for the security department. Okay. Um, and they, they like you know pushed forward like a a, a number with a. a reasonable compensation for you know what what you would be doing um it's not overly high but it's also not lowballing you um it's probably more than i make doing contracts for lazarus so uh probably more than you would you make there because it's inconsistent with the contracts mm -hmm. um so what what would you have to say about that I'm gonna just kind of look it over, uh, looking for the fine print. I'm just gonna use my micro zoom to, or uh, wait, no, no, uh, I don't have micro zoom on this one, do I? Uh, one second. Um, well, so they would, uh, they could scribble up a, like they would have a contract and papers or whatever if you accept it. Uh, in which case you could run roll like bureaucracy, um, or business to um, evaluate. Good thing she's got a degree in it. Yeah. Um. So, um, would you be interested in, uh, joining the Ziggurat family? Kind of looking over it, look, it's probably just typical, it's probably just a typical corporate contract. Um, I would, I do just need to, uh, you know, talk to the folks back at Lazarus. Um, I, I do contracts for them, but I imagine having to watch over the face of you are well the, the face of ziggurat it's going to probably be a much more full-time gig than you know contract by contract basis well yes we'd be inviting you into our home into our family to um join in this um endeavor and so it would you know it would be uh it would be great if you joined us. In fact, um, it would be ideal if you um, 
you know, could answer before you leave today instead of uh, taking the time to to go and, and discuss this with Lazarus. I'm I, sure Lazarus would understand. It's more I just want to be able to leave on, leave on a good note with them. Just, you know, it's just niceties with all families, if you understand. Mm -hmm. Consider this a yes. I just need to, you know, pack up some last few things over at the, over at the office and then... Oh, excellent. All right, then we will consider this a yes. Mm -hmm. uh, so, um... Well then, that is most excellent. Um, why don't she stands up and she says, "Why don't you come with me for a moment uh, before before you leave today?" Of course. Also, I see you all are a fan of the king around here. As she gets up, uh, you, remembering what how Mama refers to Elvis as the king. <laughs> oh yes, yes, he is. He is fantastic. Um, I mean. Who, who doesn't love a piece of kibble that looks like the king? <laughs> I mean, this this is my favorite one over here. It's a Buffalo Thangs piece. Um, looks like the king. Uh, much much better than the uh, the kibble corn over here that that looks like the king. See, you know, they really got the hair on the Buffalo Thangs. So, what is this that you need to uh, show me before I head out? Uh, come come with me, and she walks down like one of the like comes out of her office walks down one of the little aisles between the ooles um you know and as you're walking through um give me give me a uh, a perception check oh sure um i mean I'm, there's security stuff and whatnot around to see if uh 17 plus five so that's one 22 uh yeah, yeah 22 um, yep so, yeah um, you're spotting the cameras. You're catching, uh, you know, the basic like security measures like that. You also are noticing none of the desks have drawers. There is no paper in the place. There is no personal items. Like nobody, nobody has a cup on their desk. You also have noticed that you've seen signs for bathrooms, but you have not seen a bathroom door. Um, and she walks down one of the aisles and like is walking towards basically just a dead end um, and comes up to the dead end you notice a little plaque on the side um, that uh, has a little red box and um, she swipes her card and a door opens up out of the panel just m matching the wall and there's a passage behind it. Um, back there, it is not white. It is not totally clean. It is just industrial, gray, unfinished room. You know, the the that whole thing. And walks back there. Oh, come, come. Mm -hmm. um, and um, the door closes behind you. It's just it's cigarette. We. Um, we do not like to put the uh, um, unpleasant things in life on display. So uh, we prefer that our security uh, stay as innocuous as possible. Glad to uh, see it. 
And uh, we, we also prefer that, you know, any of the other uh, unpleasantries in life just kind of um, stay out of the way of our, uh, our business and important work. Um, and they lead you I use a human perception check. Something doesn't feel right. Uh, yeah, go for it. Like above table, like getting walked into a room like this, it something does not feel right. Yeah, your, your solo uh, uh, nerves are going off for sure. They about You're like, to, I'm about to be executed. They about nice! to, they about to nice! snatch, snatch uh, your uh, brain. Adding two, by the way. Uh, adding two. All right. Um, so eleven. All right. Um, I mean, she has an air of intentional mystery about this. Um, so you, you're not picking it up as like, oh, I'm trying to hide that I'm being mysterious about this, but like... On guard. Um, but yeah, like, there, there's something going on. Um, you don't have much more than that. And she kind of takes you back into this room, and it actually is kind of it's set up like a um, kind of like a dojo. Um, like a training room. There's another... Uh, person uh, in there. Um, uh, training facility. Okay. And she uh, says, uh, here, we, I wanted to give you your uh, new uniform. Oh, lovely. And I just tossed it in a Discord chat for you. Um, and there's a uh, person sitting there in front of you, Blaine, who um, is dressed in the, the, the lovely uniform. It is a straight white uniform, just with the um, with a security patch and a uh, oh. black tie and a uh, security-type hat. And she, she says, uh, at Ziggurat, um, this style, so, yeah. we do feel that it's important to uh, for people to express themselves. And so, as such, we feel that it's part of your freedom of speech to express your individuality through your dress. So we do allow you to wear black ties, navy ties, and white ties. Ah, uh, so that's a pretty fair selection. I don't try to use too loud of colors. Um, <laughs> more TVs for that. <laughs> um, Blair would get you fired here. Um, and she says, okay, now, um, um, come over here. I'd like you to meet Blaine. Blaine will be, um, your direct supervisor, uh, and we'll train you. Um, uh, and Blaine's like, hello, uh, and kind of comes forward, hand out to, to shake. Twice. Um, she sh shakes his hand. And I would like you to make a human perception roll at this moment. All right. I'm uh, going to add two. So it's going to put me down to like uh, 10 dice. All right. So 11, uh, 13. That was uh, actually a personal grooming. Oh, did, did I roll? Okay, I, gra I grabbed the wrong one. You my, my look bad. great. You do look good. Um, oh, okay. I, 
I mean, your hair right, is so nice. adding two, adding two, adding two. All right. Uh, Twelve. Uh, I, I, I got a feeling this is leading into him going to go immediately for a grapple, so... <laughs> yeah. And you guessed it. He goes for a grapple. Uh, so I need to use my evasion against his uh, grapple? Actually, grapple is brawl versus brawl. Oh, brawl versus brawl. Okay. Alright, I didn't know uh, with Aikido if it uh, did anything for that. Uh, right. No, but it gives you your extra moves um, should you, you know, qualify for those. Um, like your, your Iron Grip or whatever. Alright, uh, 17. Alright. So he goes in for the grapple. Now, since you beat him out on this, and in this case, because we're doing it kind of narratively, I'll give you the option of either evading it or grappling it. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I I'm going to go ahead and uh, return to counter grapple. Not, not, not assisting him to the floor. Just, just, just very much a. I know what you were doing. Don't try me. Um. I, I've done this a few times. You, you, he goes in for the hand. He grabs your forearm. You know where he's going with this. You flip it around, and before he knows it, you have him. You're behind him, and you have like his arm, you know, like up and behind his back and twisted. And you're like, "No, I got you." Um, and Mo nice looks attempt. at you. Mo looks at you. And says, "Excellent, excellent. Thank you." That's all we wanted to uh, um, do our uh, pre-employment test. Of course. And give you your uniform. Well, then um, I would hope to see you tomorrow uh, morning, 7 a.m. sharp. Of course. I'll... Oh, Go uh, put in my letter of termination to Lazarus, and I will see you in the morning. And, um, yeah, they give you... Uh, no, they'll probably give you a badge tomorrow, because they'll make you come in and check in. And then... Uh, so, but they have to make sure you're dressed right. So, um, I think... that's. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to do before uh, they let you leave... Uh, Ziggurat. Um, I figured uh, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, you know collect my uniform. Uh, I guess uh, what one last note. Um, hair policy. I, I know you know different companies have different policies for hair. Do I need to uh, cut back or just get, can it be tied back and we call it a day? Um. Plane says uh, it, it needs to be up and out of the way. Oh, easy enough. Easy enough. And so, um, and yeah, that that's it. Make sure your shoes are shined. Make sure your uh, uniform is clean. Of course. Uh, and um, Blaine kind of leans in and says, don't let the uniform get dirty at all. They'll bust you for anything. Of course. Um, and it is it is straight white, you know, like straight, you know, off the manufacturer line level white. Um, Might need to put some protectant on it then. That's what it looks like. So. 
All right, excellent. Um, oh, and um, there's no open carry of weapons um, I, in the facility. I, I, I can manage that. I, uh, may I use a uh, personal uh, choice of weapon, or do you uh, have a standard issue? Uh, you may use a personal weapon, um, but um, it, it cannot be uh, visible. Easily concealable. So, uh, you know, m many of us uh, go with go with the uh, hidden holster. You know, and he, he pops his gun out of his you know side um, for simplicity. But uh, yes, if if any of the uh, execs see um, a weapon, then they uh, it makes them nervous. I yeah. I understand. Mm -hmm. So, excellent. Well, then we will see you back here tomorrow uh, morning. I'll be looking forward to it. So I think at this point we will probably cut for the uh, session. We, uh, you guys are looking like you're maybe aiming towards heading to that warehouse in the hot zone, and um, Frost has to meet with the handler, and um, Sudo is probably either obsessing over video or sleeping. Guess you'll find out when when you get all of them. All righty. All right. Well then, um, yeah, thank you everybody for joining us here today for, I know you're a twit, but what am I? Uh, you know, we're playing every Monday, same time, 12 uh, p.m. Pacific, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern. Um, and we will go around the table with our outros. And um, let's start with uh, Crimson. Uh, you're on mute. Mute gods are appeased. I always mute. I, yes. <laughs> hey, y'all, I'm Crimson Galaxy. That's K-R-I-M-S-I-N, because I'm not me without a little bit of sin. Uh, I've been playing Dreamer today, uh, just trying to get some more info and setting up a plan. It's been uh, pretty cool. You can find me on Twitter at sin underscore gal. And as for the games you can find me in later this week, um, tomorrow you can find me playing the Squid Menace over on twitch.tv slash Alec Azam. Uh, that is a 5E homebrew, um, just like fun game where we're trying to cure one of the party members of a curse that was placed on them. And it's just like, really lighthearted and fun so if you're into that vibe check it out uh on wednesday you can catch me playing things from the flood over on party wipe games um and this is i believe episode eight of season two coming up here and uh so we only are gonna have about four episodes left of this one and who knows we might keep it going for a third season um on Thursday, you can catch me playing 12 over on Horde of Tales. That's X-I-I, -I, Roman numerals, at 11 a.m. Pacific time. And on Friday, you can catch... Oh, wait, no. That season finale was last week. All right. So, yeah, that's what I got for you this week. Uh, and thank you very much for having me once again. Awesome. All right. Uh, Diamond. Hello, I'm Diamond Dust. Uh, I was playing Frost, a uh, corporate solo, trying to get a leg up in uh, 
her industry while trying to complete this job. And hopefully she is going to be able to survive what's to come. I uh, will also be uh, over here on Twitch most other days. Uh, at some point, uh, I will also be starting a series here on Cyber Nation Uncensored. Um, I run Cyberpunk Red also every Wednesday night. Uh, you can catch me here, on Twitter, even on Discord. Please, feel free to bother me. I, 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 I kind of got no life outside, you know, what, what I do here. <laughs> Same. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kurt. Hi, everybody. I'm Kurt, also known as Covenant the Old Alchemist. Uh, you can find me uh, here on Mondays where I am Burnout. Doing burnout things, handing out far, um, you know pharmaceutical grade drugs at the low low cost of tell me a rumor, um, and uh, let's see past this you can catch me on my own channel sporadically, uh, streaming various video games and talking TTRPG topics, um, and on Sundays you can catch me doing um, Star Wars, Edge of Empire, Luck of the Draw, Shadowport Adventures. Uh, on Emporium for the Wayward Gamer. Uh, follow my socials for the links. Um, past that, uh, I already announced upcoming projects. Um, yeah, who knows where you may find me next. Awesome. All right, and I am uh, Tracy or Stigpalm007. I've been your GM uh, for this fantastic crew. And uh, you can catch us again next week, uh, noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. You can also catch me on High Riders Fridays, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and uh, I've already mentioned all my projects. I'm also a pro GM over on Start Playing. So if you're looking for a GM, you can always hit me up. Um, and that'll conclude session three of I Know You're a Twit. But what am I? We'll be back next week. Cyber Nation on the